<laughs> All right. He's got the knife going already. Put that thing away, Charleston. I can hurt someone to be able to do that. All right, folks. How you doing? I am Johan. That is Charleston. Another edition of Better With Age. Today's guest is joining us from his own kitchen from Regina, Saskatchewan. He was the Master Chef contestant uh, a few years ago, Josh. Yeah, uh, season six, so about a year and a half ago now. Season six, we have the one and only Josh Miller, Mr. Chef Josh Miller. I got to call him Chef. He is now called the Bearded Chef, Prairie Chef. How are you doing, Josh? Good. How are you, man? Good, good. I uh, appreciate you coming on the show. I what love- with that shirt? Fear the beard. Right, fear the beard, Carlson. Man, if you want to get a beard, I can get you one of these just in case, right, brother? Oh, <laughs> I need it because people who know me best know that I can't grow a beard. Look at look at his face here. That is that is two months worth of growth. Same with me, Charleston. For <laughs> <laughs> our beardless friends like Johan, man, it's those those bearded and paired. Yeah. You don't, don't see too many Guatemalan Canadians with the big thick beards here. So I mean, this is about two months growth for me, Josh. So yeah, I'm gonna need one of those also. <laughs> How are you doing, Josh? So we're gonna be able to uh, we're gonna be able to do a little bit for everybody that's watching Charleston over the last year on Twitter loves his food and brags constantly about his cuisine and his talents. In the- Josh, have you seen any of my dishes on, on Twitter? I've seen them, you know, and, and I've, Johan was, was talking you up, man. He was talking about cornbread, your barbecue, like <laughs> the chicken. I don't know, man. I'm a big guy. I like food. So, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be tough for you. <laughs> so we're, I'm going to whip, whip something up for you one day. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing a challenge because I know Charleston, as soon as I said that we can get Josh on, we can get Josh on the bearded chef. Um, Charles was like, okay, game on. What are we going to do? How am I going to take him on? What's the secret ingredient? Let me know. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> Today's show, we're not going to do a competition, although that is something that Josh and I talked about uh, earlier on this afternoon that we could get into. But today's show is going to be Josh kind of giving us the lesson. Charleston's going to cook it, and then it's going to be bon appetit. So uh, we're going to do that. But first, we want to kind of talk about Josh. Let everybody know, Josh, we have quite a bit of followers from all over, from the States, from, uh, from Mexico, obviously, Guatemala. We have uh, from Detroit or Saginaw, Michigan, Charleston's hometown. Saginaw, um, for short. Yeah, from Vegas, <laughs> California, all over. They want to know a little bit about Josh Miller. How did you become uh, on MasterChef? I mean, you know, there's, there's no Gordon Ramsay for the uh, MasterChef Canada. But tell us a story about how a Regina boy, a local boy, uh, came on and became on the show MasterChef Canada. Uh, well, you know, I think it kind of starts long, long ago, man. Like, I'm a competitive guy. Uh, you know, growing up in our household, it was like, man, we were playing, right? So, you know, we were rocking that. But I'm a huge fan of that Food Network, right? I love watching food. As you can tell, I'm a big dude. But thing uh, that you can combine being competitive and food, I'm in, right? So MasterChef came on TV. I was watching the American one. I was like, man, I can't wait till they have a Canadian one. And sure enough, they came out with it. I applied six times, six years in a row, man, just getting a little bit further every time, every time. And then the sixth season, finally got my name called, you know, and was ready to go. 
And uh, man, it was crazy. It was a crazy ride. And you made it all the way to the, the last three. You were like right there. You could smell the finish line. You were literally um, right there. Tell us about what knocked you out. Um, yeah, man, I was, it was so close. You know, I got all the way, you know, all the way from thousands, all the way down to the top three um, in Canada. And, and I was right there. Like I could feel the trophy. It was so close. I was thinking about where I was going to put it on my, my uh, fireplace mantle. I had it all ready to go. And then Andre, man, he tapped me out with blue cheese. Like, it comes up, stop being friends again with blue cheese. Because, like, I came out, I was like, how do you cook dishes with blue cheese? It's one of those dishes that uh, just kind of slaps you in the face. How do you temper it down? And, you know, it was great to be there. You know, the top three, uh, even cooking with all those people that I was there with, they were all amazing people. And uh, got to see how they came up with food. I'm just a local Ukrainian boy from Saskatchewan. And I was happy to share that. With, with, with all of Canada, with the world, right? I've been getting messages from people in India and Mexico and all kinds of places that have been watching the season. And uh, it was great just to be able to show my love uh, and passion for food just to people all over the place. That's pretty awesome. What is surprise you right now that I got Danish blue cheese in my fridge? <laughs> I would have to say, <laughs> be like, you ain't getting no Christmas card. That's for sure. <laughs> Charleston, um, tell us about, well, we're, we'll get back into Josh's story about this, but Charleston, I know, has been bragging up about some of his trophies. Charles, did you recently get a trophy, Charleston, last year in, in regards to your cooking talent? Would you like to see it? Please, dude. <laughs> your talents. This is my prized possession right here, baby. And wait, wait for the surprise. <laughs> did that make a noise or what was that? I didn't even hear it. Do it again. Was that the oh, wow. <laughs> Okay, okay. So what's the chicken cooking champ 2019? And um was it you and two other people were in that or how'd you win that award? See, the thing was, is it was a hard-fought battle between me and one other person. We spent the whole entire day prepping chicken, rubbing it down, you know, getting it ready, prepping it up, seasoning, you know, getting the chicken all nice and flavorful. And then we brought it all together at the end in one big cooking challenge with a bunch of awesome men from, like, Italian Star Deli, men from all over the city. We got my boy Don. He's out there. Shout out to Don. Thanks for the tie. I probably should have wore it today, but I didn't. But, yeah, the chicken that I made was a nice, flavorful, uh, juicy jerk chicken. And then I, I brought some sides of cornbread and the side of uh, some greens that I made. And everything was just so – I'm going to use one of uh, my, my favorite chefs, not Chef the Beer, my second, my second favorite chef. I mean, <clears throat> everything is so – what do you say? What do you always say? Aroma, aromatic? <laughs> who are you talking about first off who's your chef who says aromatic all the time it's one of those chefs i think it's uh what's the one that cuts all the time he always cussing everybody out that's gordon ramsay yeah gordon ramsay he says everything is arom aromatic oh i love i love that to be so aromatic <laughs> oh. as, you, as you can tell josh uh charleston's uh quite excited about today's show and be able to meet you and be able to come on to it if they, i don't think Ever since I um, I told him that you were coming on, he hasn't stopped smiling or getting prepared and be able to do that. So um, so back to Master Chef Canada. So you're on there. 
you're going there, um, you get third. What was it like then coming back to Regina and how has your life kind of changed since? Um, you know, getting to the top three was great. I was away for about, you know, five weeks. It was a long time to be away from my family. Uh, you know, miss my kids, my wife. Uh, she was holding down the fort the whole time I was gone. So, you know, this place is uh, held, to held together by uh, my beautiful wife. So was glad to, to have that kind of opportunity. My family helping out as well and her family. But coming back was crazy, right? Like, gone for that long. I know how far I've gone. Nobody knows I was even gone. And all of a sudden it gets announced I'm on the show. And now I have people talking to me all over, the, all over the place, trying to trick me. Like, hey, what did you do with your money? Like, oh, it was like crazy. People were like, <laughs> people like Instagram diving me. They were like, man, I saw you went to Hawaii. Just tell me you won. Just tell me. I know you won. And, you know, stuff like that. It was crazy. But like, it was awesome. Coming back, being in Saskatchewan. The, I love this province. I love everything about it. The people here are just absolutely crazy. Um, you know, stopping me in the street to talk about it or people be yelling at me from the other side of the, uh, the street. You know, I was at a rider game, watching a rider game with my wife. Went to go get uh, some beverages at halftime. And people were, like, filming us with, like, their phones. Like, me and my wife were walking. <laughs> I was like, hey, I think that person's filming you. I'm like, what? I'm just oblivious. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. But just, like, having great conversations with people just about cooking, you know, their love of cooking, what, what they love about cooking, where, how they've learned to cook. Um, even down to like, you know, the, my favorite demographic of the old Ukrainian ladies. I've had a lot of Ukrainian ladies talk to me in the stores, you know, bubba's and they're telling me about their recipe. Sit <laughs> and meet with me and trade some recipes. And I'm, I'm all jacked up about it just as jacked up as they are. And uh, it's been crazy, man. Coming back, it was just uh, a whirlwind. I know, you know, gets all the way up there to get to the top three, didn't bring the championship home, but you know, maybe one day I'll get back there and uh, get a chance to bring it back again. And um, from there, it's kind of spun off on a lot of things. I kind of decided to run this, uh, uh, start up like a private dining kind of business where I come into people's homes and I, I bring everything, you know, the dishes, the food, I bring everything to you. You don't got to worry about it. And uh, it's, it's just Josh Miller food. It's Miller sizes. The portions are huge. You know, if you're coming to a Miller meal and you're at my house, you're at my parents' house, if you go home hungry, that's on you. you but, oh, uh, man. I, I need to get you over here then. Well, right? we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a second, Charleston. <laughs> we'll do that. So, Charleston, have you ever had any of Josh's cooking? Okay, Charleston. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> let's, let's tell a little story here, Josh. <laughs> I'll let you start it off. I asked him? Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. Now I'm intrigued. Come on. <laughs> I see Charleston all the time, right? How do you miss a big, huge dude, right? You're like, Rough Rider, you see him, like, you're, you're, you know he's there. So, went to a Christmas party at a buddy's house, you know, talking Christmas with all these guys, catching up, and all of a sudden you get one of those, I'm like, oh, man, somebody's at the door. Charleston Hughes comes in. Be like, there he is. I'm sitting with my wife. I'm like elbowing her, like, hey, hey, Charleston Hughes is here. And she's like, oh, cool. We're watching him, sees me, says hi. Right? Oh, shit. I remember. <laughs> I brought food to this party. And I, brought, I brought burnt ends to this party. I ate it till I was sick and oh. sick in the face. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Look at it. He knows now. As soon as I said, he's like, oh, he's like, you were at that party. So they have this spread at the table, right? And they got so much food and whatever else. I take my burnt ends and I put them right in the middle of the table. I take a couple and I just sit back, right? So then after Charleston comes, I see him come in. He says hi to the people. You know, he's talking to everybody. And 
he makes eye contact with me. We kind of give the head shake. And now he's checking out the, he's checking out the grub, right? He's looking at it. He knows what's going on. He walks over. He's at the table. He's looking around. <laughs> looks in the middle. Oh, barbecue burn ends. Takes a couple. Starts eating them. He's talking to people. Comes back. Grabs a couple more. <laughs> he's eating them. He's talking to people. He's like pushing past a couple people. Grabs a couple more. <laughs> I watch him in the back like, I got to know if this is good. He's going back again. And he just crushed him. He went all the way in there. You know, I was uh, having a good time experimenting with my uh, my new Traeger grill, and uh, to have Charleston come in there and pretty much push everyone away from the table. Just <laughs> I didn't think I thought you eat anything else, Charleston. You just like, kept going back, and then you were like looking at people, like and they were watching you eat, and you're like, mm, "These are good. These are." Good. <laughs> but, like people would like, go over, and he'd like, "No, no." He'd like get in there, grab a couple more, so. Uh, it was it was funny to see Charleston just crushing this uh, barbecue that I brought. <laughs> I did I did not know that was you that made those. Hey, Johan, I'm not gonna lie to you. I probably ate the whole entire fucking pan. <laughs> and, and then and, and, it, and it was a time where I was in the party trying to figure out who the hell made these. Like <laughs> like who made this? <laughs> this is good. I want to know who made this. there's nothing better than a fat guy sitting back in the back that made it watching something just crush like just like like it was like the first time you ever tasted it again you put it like that is awesome seeing that's one of the stories that like uh josh and i were when we were talking before charleston and he told me about this. I said, yeah, that sounds like Charleston. That sounds like somebody who's going to be like, hey, yeah, hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah, good food, good food. And, that, and that's the only reason I remember the Christmas party is because of those little burnt ends, those little, man, yo, huh? You got to have them make them for you to see what I'm talking about because I don't know what he put in them, but whatever it is, it's addictive. <laughs> so, so Josh and I were talking today, um, and – so he was telling me about that he is sponsored through Traeger, Traeger Smokers. And I love smoking. Charleston was over a few weeks ago and, and I uh, smoked uh, a pork butt, you know, I just did the pulled pork. But um, I, I'm really intrigued to be able to learn about Traeger. I know you're sponsored by them. We got to see if we can get a few sales going for, for Josh. Anybody that goes out there maybe and, and mentions Josh and buys a Traeger, we'll uh, see if we can get Charleston to come over and, uh, and have some of the, the first um, uh, anything smoked off their Traeger. Charleston and I are going to come over to their house and we're going to have the first meal that they make for us. <laughs> how about that? But how's, uh, how's your new smoker been, Josh? How's that been? They've been awesome, man. You know, hooking up with uh, the awesome people over at Traeger. Uh, I mean, I'm sending stuff over to experiment with. And, you know, uh, I'm a Saskatchewan boy, man. I love that barbecue. It's minus 40 outside. Still, I shovel a little path to my barbecue and I start it up. <laughs> right. So to be able to, to smoke that year round and, and, and share that kind of stuff with people, it's been great. And uh, uh, if you don't have a trigger, you're thinking about buying one and buying a smoker, get a trigger. They're awesome. They're amazing. And like I was telling you, man, they're dummy proof. If I can cook on it, any cook on it. You too, Charleston. Right? I've never smoked anything before, so it'll be it'll be problems for me. Well, that's that's the thing, Charleston. We're talking about how easy it is with these new triggers. I mean, and they're just state of the art. Where they have an app on your phone that'll tell you if the temperature changes. You can adjust the temperature through your phone. I mean, this is state of the art, fantastic uh, smoke. Is it wood? Is it wood chips? 
Yeah, it's pellets, man. It's awesome. Little like pellets, and then yeah. The, yeah. I can't about it, man. Um, if you're just getting into barbecue, or heck, man, you've been doing it for years. It's just one of those things. You know, I like to throw a brisket. I was telling you, Ann, I like to do the midnight brisket, throw it on really low and slow, and then you know when my uh, mini me's wake me up at six thirty in the morning, it's time to go check it out. It's almost time to wrap it. You know, and it's, it's good for uh, getting that brisket for later on for supper when you're watching football on a Sunday now. Um, you know, I really like to uh, get that going. And like I said, man, it's dummy proof. It's awesome. See, I never understood that method. So why do people cook the brisket for like six to about eight hours and then they wrap it in tin foil in between and then you throw it back on a barbecue grill? Yeah, so you could throw it back in. Some people take it right off, throw it in the throw it in the oven but what you're doing is so you smoke it so long you're getting that bark you're getting that nice kind of flavor in there and then you wrap it up you put a little bit of liquid in there so some beef broth i like to mix a little beef broth in the and coke or pepsi or whatever throw it in there and then wrap it up and then put it back on the smoker and it kind of like steams it so it keeps it nice and juicy keeps it nice and tender right and it just kind of helps it keep all that moisture inside and it's going to be amazing when it's all done uh, that's, that's something, Charleston, I think once football resumes next year, um, you, if you smoked something for the boys, uh, man, they would I – mean, plus, it feeds, like, tons of people. I mean, you can get a great um, pork butt. I always go to Butcher Boys, so we got to say hi to the boys, Gordon, everybody down <laughs> over there because that's where we got our meats for tonight. So thanks, boys, for the, for the meats. But um, I go over there, I get a huge pork butt, and this pork butt feeds us for days and be able to do that so or, or a brisket or whatever you get i mean so yeah. but it's something charleston once you start you'll get addicted and man you'll love it so be everything man I, i've been i been going to brisket pulled pork i've been smoking steaks i've been doing everything i possibly can man just on there it's like uh you know my wife keeps bugging me she's like i don't, I don't know what's are we just gonna get rid of the stove because i'm out there using it all the time <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> It's crazy. It's it's bananas. So I want to ask you that, Josh, a little bit about uh, before we get into your cooking lesson with Charleston here about the steaks. How do you prepare the steaks, uh, and then what temperature do you cook them when you smoke them, and for how long? Yeah. So what I like to do is I like to get those big, like just thick steaks, man. Like when I'm eating, I'm a meat potatoes, right? Like I'm a I'm a steak guy, right? I want some thick ones that you got. Those are good. I even like just I get these cowboy steaks that are just like they're monstrous, man. It's like a rope. (laughs) <laughs> and then so I'll take them out. I'll set them out for about an hour. I'll rub them in, in whatever seasoning I like. So I just like a, you know, a nice normal se- uh, steak seasoning, a little yeah. bit more garlic powder over top. And then literally what I'll do, man, is put the, the smoker to about two, 220. And I'll just get that smoke going, throw it on there. And I'll wait till it gets to about 120, 125. I'm a medium rare guy. Yeah, I yeah. like it to whip me when I'm trying to cut it. Yeah. But I'll do it to there. Then I'll take it off. I'll get us, I'll either get my barbecue going. So it's like, you know, hotter than hell, or I'll get a cast iron pan going and some oil. And I'll just literally sear it on both sides and then just start cutting into it, man. It's got that flavor, the smoke flavor, but it's just like, it's so juicy and awesome, man. It's, it's awesome. How long does it take you to be able to get from, from when you put it in originally to the 120, roughly about how long? Yeah. Like kind of depends on how thick it is, but um, you know, on a normal size steak or just a kind of a thicker one, maybe like yeah. an hour, hour and a half. Okay. If you're going for one of those cowboys that are like one of these, like the size of, size of my face, um, it's probably like two, two and a half hours. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it's just dependent. You invest like one of the best things that uh, I learned um, is just get a meat thermometer, man. Like one of those. I was about to say, you need a thermometer. That's the only yeah. way you can, you can cook yeah. like that. 
<laughs> yeah. Charles, I ain't, I am not Gordon Ramsay, right? I can't do the like, oh, this is medium, this is medium rare, whatever. <laughs> this is nothing to me, right? To me, like, get a meat thermometer. You spend a ton of money on uh, getting meat. Why not be able to make sure you know what temperature it's at, man? It's like 10 bucks. Invest in it. You'll never look back. Good. Yeah, I have a few of those. I'm going to definitely do that. That's going to be – so for me, I always relate everything to football because on Sundays is my NFL smoke meat day. So I'm going to do it for the first quarter to two quarter to halftime. <laughs> I'm going to have a nice steak on there, and that's going to be my afternoon, maybe or my 6 o'clock uh, meal. I always, I always wondered that because, you know, I've worked in a steakhouse before, and I used to be back there – in the back watching the chef and watching him cook the steaks and he'll have 40 steaks on at the same time for about 20 different tables. And I'm wondering, man, how do you keep track of what's what's <laughs> what? And he's doing, you know, putting his hand on the hot grill every time and touching every steak and flipping it over. And he can feel and tell you, right? Oh yeah, that was good. It's medium rare. And he's touching every steak and just pushing it in and doing that same field test that you're talking about. Well, for sure, man. The thing with that is like people can totally do it, but like, you would have to cook thousands of steaks, not only thousands of steaks, but like the same cut, right? Because like a ribeye is different than a strip loin or different than a tenderloin. Like they're all different. They all got different fat contents, right? Also like how thick is that steak? Because if you touch it here, a steak that's this thick versus a steak that's this thick, like you got to know. So, um, you know, you got to cook thousands and thousands of steaks. You know, Gordon Ramsay's the man. I'm sure he could do it with his blind, or like his eyes closed or blindfolded. Every, everything's so aromatic. This <laughs> Carlton's <laughs> word that he's going to be using all tomorrow on Twitter is going to be aromatic. <laughs> like you see last night, it was aromatic. Yeah. <laughs> That's that brings us to I guess we can get into. Well, before we get into the cooking, one thing I want to know, Josh, what is your favorite meal? Everybody kind of comes to you for your advice and doing that, but what is your meal that you're like you've talked about how many times you're a meat and potato guy, you're a Saskatchewan guy, you know, you played football with a nice hat by the way with Regina Thunder always representing. You're a Husky player also down at uh, U of S with Mr. Scott Fleury's team over there. Um, what is your favorite meal? Yeah, so you know, I got I got you know, I'm I'm a Ukrainian guy, right? So there's nothing wrong with, uh, you know, the, the classic Ukrainian plate for me. Uh, growing up, you know, I think we had, you know, cabbage rolls, pierogies, and Ukrainian sausage five times a week, which <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with that, right? A little mushroom gravy up, mm. unreal. Charleston, <laughs> Charleston. And I'll show you something. I'll show it. I'll, uh, you'll be a – you'll I'll Hey, right. that's, like, that's like the one food I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> what, what I find is like all Canadian people cook Ukrainian-style foods on, like, Thanksgiving, uh, <laughs> Christmas, it's always Ukrainian-style food. Where I'm from, it's, like, turkey, greens, mac and cheese, fried chicken, like, <laughs> chitlin's going to be there. So it's going to be, like a, like, a bunch of food like that. So I wasn't used to that style of, I just don't know, cabbage roll. And you need to come over to, to Casa de Miller. That's my parents' house where, like, Christmas Eve is, like, no meat day. So it's, like, you only get some fish, but you got, like, pierogies, cabbage rolls, all that kind of stuff. And then the next day on Christmas, meet a palooza, man. We have sausage. We got turkey. We got ham. We got prime rib. We got just, like, whatever you want. It's just there, right? So you got to come over for that. But my favorite meal, Johan, my favorite meal, 
I'm a steak and potatoes guy. My wife yeah. makes fun of me all the time because I will literally just sit at home and cook like two steaks and yeah. just like two steaks. Like it's just like whatever. She'll be like, "What'd you eat today?" I had two ribeyes. I can't even. <laughs> I made one. nothing else. Just steaks. Yeah, it's like, like I was gonna one tomorrow, but I made it. I was like, "Man, this is good. I gotta have two. But uh, <laughs> I, um, is uh, I love. Uh, steak Oscar, man. Like, I love a little ribeye. I love a little Bernays sauce, a little seafood with some mashed potato. Man, I can eat that all day. Nice. That's a go-to. That's uh, um, my wife. When we go out, when we we uh, we love going to the keg or the chopper. Uh, Memories is a great uh, place too that we always go to. Say hi to Thomas and Nick next time you're there. But when we uh, we we love that steak Oscar. Yeah, I mean, you go there and you have that Bernays sauce on top, and then oh, it is delicious. So. Now that we've talked about steak for the last 20 minutes, half hour here, this is the part of the show where we can get into what, Charles, you want to warm up? You want to stretch out? You want to do that? I see you got your, your cooking hat. You got your lucky bastard uh, cooking hat. Speaking of lucky bastard, we're going to be having a few uh, drinks maybe in between. We got some uh, for, for the steaks. Uh, Charleston's drinking beer. We got Josh. I don't know you're going to be drinking or staying sober during the cooking part. Hey, I'm I'm focused. I want to make sure that you're on my show. This is my my domain. Before, before we get started, I got one question because I'm a rookie with cooking with a uh, with an iron uh, cast iron skillet. People have told me that you are not supposed to clean a cast iron skillet. You know, like when you when you cook from it, and you cook on it. You're not supposed to clean it. You're just supposed to rinse it off. How true is that? That's 100% true, man. So the basis of a cast iron pan is after you season it, which is basically like you're baking in the oven with some oils on it, it almost makes like a, like a polymer kind of layer over top of the bottom. So every time you're cooking with fats, whether it's oil or butter or whatever, it just adds to that. So it makes it nonstick. You wash it with butter or wash it with butter. You wash it with soap. You're washing away that butter. You're washing away that protection. Um, and then you want that seasoning, man. Like it, it's definitely true. Um, you just want to rinse it out. What I do is uh, as soon as I'm done cooking, I, I literally take a cup of cold water and just like throw it in the pan while it's still on the stove and it, it, it releases all the little bits, right? So then you can kind of scrape it off, rinse it off, wipe it out. I put it back on the stove just to kind of evaporate the rest of the water, I rub the oil on it. Boom. Done. Nice. Okay. So, so I've been told right there. So I got this grease in this pan right now. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> he's had it all there for, for about two years. He's had that. that looks am like I supposed to get? Am I supposed to get that up out of there? Hey, hey, that's a rookie pan. Look at this. This is a big man's oh, 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 oh. pan. Right? What is? Oh, what do you got in there? What this, this a man's pan. I don't know what you got. You got all that color on there. You need just something real heavy and, and just black. <laughs> just black. <laughs> well, let's let's get into it, Josh. What do you uh, tell us? What you've uh, what you what you're gonna prepare with Charleston? I want to hear more about it. Yeah, we're gonna rock this out. So first things first, Charleston man. I want you to turn your oven on. I want you to put it at 350 or four, put it at 400. Throw that pan in the oven. That cast iron pan. That's the number one trick for cooking with a cast iron pan with steak. You don't have to heat it up over top. Takes a while. I like to throw mine in the oven. Let the let the oven warm it up, right? Uh, and you don't have to worry about. It. Then when you take it out, it's hot. It's ready to go. You don't gotta worry about it. Okay, but, we got five minutes till we reach maximum temperature. 
<laughs> so we got to talk for five minutes. Fill in time. Fill in time. <laughs> right. So I got that in there. I got ours in. And uh, what we're going to do today is we're going to cook. Uh, do I got to beat? Do I got to beat the meat or anything? <laughs> no, you're good. We're going to salt it. Right away. I'm going to move this stuff around so you can see. So give me a sec. Oh, no, ten no tenderizing. Okay. <laughs> no tenderizing. No tenderizing. <laughs> All right. There we go. One of these. Okay. So we're going to make butter-basted steak. It's going to be the best steak you ever had, man. So Can't wait. That, and we're going to have a chimichurri with it as well. So we're going to see what you're What's a chimichurri? So it's, a, a, it's an Argentinian kind of like spice to it. It's got some herbs in it, some uh, onions, some garlic. What it does is like where it cuts a meat like uh, ribeye that are kind of fatty and rich, it's going to cut that. It's kind of like a condiment over top. You can add a little to it. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be awesome, and it's, it's super easy to prepare. You could use a, a blender. You could use a, um, a food processor. You could use your knife skills if you really wanted to. It doesn't take too long. Uh, oh, Charleston looks lost already. <laughs> got this. I got this. So first off, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take these ribeye steaks, right? We got these. Boom. Look at that. That's a great cut of meat. Again, I appreciate you picking this up for us today. You got this, Charleston? I got, I got the meat. Okay. Put it on a plate. We're just going to put a lot of salt on it, right? So we're going to grab a good pinch of salt, right? And we're just going to layer that over top. And by the does, way, it matter, does it matter if it's pink Himalayan salt? Doesn't matter. Just don't use that normal table salt, right? The iodized stuff, that stuff's horrible. Don't do that. Use some good kosher salt if you do, but you can definitely use the pink, the pink stuff. But you, you want to get you put a ton of it on, Josh. Yeah. So this, this is a big, thick cut of meat, right? And I know that this looks like a lot. Yeah. Uh, but when we're cooking, some of this is going to come off, right? So we don't got to worry about it. Uh, do, like, just going to shower it over top. We're going to put a little bit of pepper over top. And by the way, I I had to pick up all the ingredients for Charleston today because when I told him about the list that you gave me, Josh, uh, Charleston goes, there's a, about a list of about 12 ingredients. Uh, Charleston goes, yeah, I got two of them. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I better go do this. <laughs> well, like I was saying, it's like, uh, what's in your pantry? I'm like, nah, my pantry is a little not as normal as everybody else's. So I got things in there that people are like, what's that? You're like, don't worry. About it. Don't, look in the, don't look on that shelf. That's <laughs> All right, so we're going to put that steak to the side now for a couple minutes, right? Like best advice I can give somebody when cooking a steak, whether it's on the barbecue, on a stove, whatever, always take it out, you know, 10, 15 minutes, a half hour before you're going to cook it. Let the meat come up to temperature a little bit. If it's cold and you're cooking on a hot stove, it's going to be hot on the outside, ice cold in the middle, right? So 15, 20 minutes, rock that out on the counter, put your seasonings on it. Don't worry about it, right? We're going to move on. So we got that off to the side. We got our cast iron pan in the oven heating up. The next thing we're going to do is our chimichurri. So you got your hand blender, right? You could rock that guy out. I got this guy, right? Your chimichurri. Uh, he about to pull out a, a freaking <laughs> – oh, man. I knew he was going to pull out a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> we need to Mexican this down a bit. I need to be able yeah. to see how to do it with just the knives or <laughs> – yeah, cutting or to be able to, or, or is it better to hey, be able man, to you can't bring out you can't bring out a spaceship on a cooking <laughs> show? What is that? <laughs> that's, that's cheating. Come on, man. <laughs> With a knife, however you want to rock it, man. 
Um, you know, for, for time purposes, I like to yeah. use the food processor. Okay. Right? You got, if you got some time, you could definitely just uh, totally do it with your knife. It's not a problem. I know I have. I bet, I bet you 100% I can process it this faster than you can process it in that processor. Just tell me what you're putting in it right now. Come on, let's go. Right. Oh, you ready? Hold on. You got to tell me what we're putting in first. Okay, let's go. I got some green onion going in. Green onion. Uh. <laughs> you still got it in the bags. Three garlic cloves. Are you keeping up? How much green onion? This whole thing. Two, two whole ones in. Oh, shit. Too much. <laughs> All right. Handful, handful of cilantro, man. Jamming in there. Cilantro going in. Parsley. Handful. Jamming it in. Going in hot. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Then we got just normal onion. Right? Big old yellow onion. Boom. In. Okay. I'm with you. I'm, st I'm still with you. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. A little bit of lemon, right? Squeeze a half a lemon in there. You want to get that acidy kind of uh, taste from it? Yep. Boom. Uh, lemon. Done. Yeah. Vinegar. You want to use like two tablespoons, right? Like one, two, boom. Done. Of what? Of the oil and vinegar? Or is that just? That's just vinegar right there. Then we're going to add a big pinch of salt. Charleston's so far. How much vinegar? He's like, okay. He's like, I don't know if you're going to beat that pepper. Come on. Come on. You see this? You ever been competition by a fat guy? Come on, man. Uh, vinegar right? in. Uh, lemon right here. Slice. There we go. Okay. Maximum temperature in the oven. You heard it go off. Yep. Put a little bit of, put a little bit of, oil, or a little bit of olive oil in there. Maybe a third of a cup just to start it off. Get her going. <laughs> oh my god! On Charleston. Did you put it in there? The, did you put in the parsley, Charleston, and the cilantro? Already. Come oh. on, Charleston. <laughs> oh! There's no way Charleston's coming out with the same thing. Well, I bet you what. Just wait for it. I'm just doing this so you can see me flexing on the camera. <laughs> That's what he called you out on. He said, quit flexing. <laughs> a little bit of red chili flakes. Oh, okay. Red chili flakes. Hey, Charleston. I'm huh? done. Are you? I'm, I'm done, too. <laughs> He's so full of shit. <laughs> See that? Look at there. there Hold on. Let me see how yours look. <laughs> I think I'm missing a little bit more <laughs> olive oil. <laughs> How much olive oil did you put in there? Well, by the end of it, you could probably use about a half a cup. You could always add more after. Make it yeah, I ain't put enough. I damn, I, I damn sure ain't put enough. Josh, is Charleston supposed to be all chunky, like have big chunks in it? <laughs> it's like that, right? Carlson, you ready for this? Yeah. This is what it looks like, man. That's what mine look like. Oh, my God. Okay, let's I, see. I want to see it. I don't believe it. <laughs> just, give, just give me a second. I'm trying to... Uh, we need to break it down a little bit more. Smell good. It smells damn good. I'll tell you that much. What's going on here? I thought we were racing. Look at this. 
<laughs> I need a blender. This ain't gonna work. This hand blender ain't gonna get it done. I, I need a food processor. <laughs> hey, is that is that food processor by what what company is that again? Trigger. Trigger? Is that food processor by Trigger? Like, hey, hello to Breville. Hey, can I or KitchenAid? Can you send can somebody send Charleston a food processor? are <laughs> getting too big from using the hand blender. Please, hey, but it's looking. Hold on, I'm about to show you right now. Okay, let's see, Charleston. That's how you get it done. Yeah, that looks good, man. That's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. Charleston's doesn't look perfect, but it's still good. <laughs> it's not it's not how it looks, it's how it tastes, right, Josh? Exactly. That chicken trophy might as well just mail it to me now, man. <laughs> so there we go. What is it, so, what is it supposed to taste like? Sour, <laughs> right? Some nice herbs in there. Yeah, yeah. That's what I yeah. That's what oh, I say. So We'll put that off to the side. You can make that day before you have people over. You can make it an hour before you have people over. The longer it sits, the better it tastes, right? So, so marinate it then for a while, eh? Yeah. Like, I like to make it the day before. Just kind of lets it marry its flavors, right? Hey, I can tell you one thing. It's very aromatic. <laughs> <laughs> and Charleston's word of the day, aromatic. Right? Yeah. Starts up, all I want to hear in interviews is, you know, I played very aromatic today. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if the TSN crew can pick up on his Charleston's word of the day. <laughs> all right. So, you ready to go to this steak? You got it all ready? Oh, steak has been ready. He's been, he been looking at me the whole time. Staring at you? Yeah, just staring me right in the face. Here we go. I got too many green onions over here. Weren't you supposed to use them all? No, he said a hand. He said a handful. I pulled about eight handfuls. <laughs> I got ner I got nervous because I knew that food processor was gonna go happen fast. <laughs> all right, I gotta pull. I gotta pull it out the oven. Yeah, take it out the oven. Put it at medium high heat, so three quarters of the way. Make sure you use a, a oven mitt, Charleston. Yes, please. I'm glad you said something. <laughs> See, the one thing you're going to learn about me is I'm from the hood. We ain't use oven mitts. We just put two towels together, fold it in half, and then just grab that sucker. Oven mitts are for ladies. You got to be a real man and just reach in there and grab that thing and don't be scared. See what I'm talking about? Just like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Josh, I'm from a place where we don't wear oven mitts. Yeah, this is what I got to put up with half the time here. So, <laughs> I'm got a football mitt, man. Football oh, oven mitt is a look. Rocking his Nikes, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got that on there, right? Got it. Okay. Moving around. A little bit of oil, right? You got it? Hold on one second. Okay. A little bit of oil. A little bit of oil. Cover the bottom. So a couple tablespoons, right? Just like this. You got this? Boom. Uh, oil in. Hey. Your hand's like, why didn't I go over to Josh's house? Oh, no. I'm coming right now, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> do it from the car, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so got that. What I like to do. 
one little knob of butter just for right now like this. You see this? Just a little small piece. A, no a knob? Okay, how no much is a knob? I don't know. Put a scoop in. <laughs> a, little corner, a little corner. Okay, a, co a corner. <laughs> he, doesn't like, he doesn't know the Saskatchewan terms for cooking your Josh. Right? So you gotta, the knob. It's like cooking with my bubba, man. I don't know. I just I use two fingers. Uh, knob of butter. Knob of butter in. Yeah. That was Bubba's like, I don't know, I, I just go like this. That's how I know how many it is. I know, my mom's the same way. She just, a pinch of this or that, I don't know how much, I just put it in. Yeah. Like, I use that spoon that I have at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Charleston, you ready? Always ready. Okay, so what does it look like? We want the butter to melt. Okay. We want it to be foaming just as the foam is starting to go away. Okay, we're going to take this steak. Let's see your butter. Yeah, you got your towel. Let's see your butter. It's hot, man. Let's see the butter, Charleston. Let's see the butter. Yeah. Charleston's behind. He doesn't know what's happening. Well, I think he's been. Good? There we go. There we go. Oh, it's in there. It's going. It's still a chunk of butter in there. He's still got his. Trying to make sure you get around the whole pan. That's got to make sure you get around anything. Are you trying not okay. to set up the fire alarms there, Charleston, or what? Trying to put on something. We got some smoke going in here now. It's starting to... <laughs> okay, grab your steak. I want you to, to pat it dry with your towel. Pat it dry. Uh, pat it dry. Okay. So now, after you do that, all right, we got as dry as we can. I'm going to take this beautiful ribeye. Hey, that's a new one right there. Pat the steak dry. Yeah, man, you gotta get it dry for a crust. Then we're gonna take it and we're gonna lay it away from you. If you don't hear that sound, Charleston, you're in trouble. Did you hear it? <laughs> did, you, did you hear it over here? Yeah, yeah. So, push. so what we're gonna do is, we're gonna leave that for like, I don't know, three minutes. Okay, three minutes. I'll set a timer. So we're gonna, we're not going to touch it. We're not going to play with it. We're just going to leave it. I ain't touching. <laughs> so, this is when you can get another beer, right? You can, you can look Already. at it. Right? Right? You get your lucky bastard. We got lucky bastard. We got red racer. Here we go. There we go. Do I pour it on the steak? <laughs> no, you drink it. Exactly. We're just going to leave that, right? What we're going to do is you can get uh, all your other stuff ready. So what I got... You could just do this. You could do it with butter. I got a couple pieces of rosemary I have left in the fridge. Some garlic. Okay. <clears throat> I guarantee I just, Carlson doesn't have rosemary in his fridge. <laughs> I just threw it away. It's right there on the top of my trash. I just threw it away this morning. Rosemary. Swear, hey, look. Don't pull it out of the trash, then. <laughs> just threw it away this morning. Oh, he yes. What the fuck? <laughs> Literally just threw it. It's right there. <laughs> yeah. I used it. To, I used it to make eggs and an omelet this morning. Rose, a little oh. bit of rosemary on there to make it a little bit more aromatic. <laughs> using that word. Trying to not be able to see Charleston, man. The smoke is kind of. <laughs> how, about I, how about I throw some garlic in there? What's the proper way to order uh, open a piece of garlic? Just wait. We're gonna so just take the garlic, smash it. It doesn't matter if the paper's still on it. Don't worry about it. We're gonna, when we flip it over, 
is when we're gonna we're gonna let it cook for a minute. We're gonna put some butter in. We're gonna put the garlic or the rosemary, whatever you want. Mm. And then we're gonna start. After a minute, we're gonna throw the big butter in. And we're gonna baste it a little. Mm. Oh, so answer me this. Then, Usually when I'm cooking with this thing, I, uh, cast iron pan, that's a lot of smoke coming. Why do I get so much smoke, but I ain't getting all that smoke now? Yeah, that's what, when you put the butter in. It kind of uh, tempers it down a bit. The butter works together. Okay. We got about four seconds, right? Oh, that thing is cooking. It smells amazing, Johan. <laughs> get your tongs out. You can take a sneak peek under. Right. Are we flipping? You make sure it's not stuck to the bottom. Oh, we're good. We're money. But don't flip it yet. All right. Don't no, I ain't. I'm not flipping. I'm not flipping. I'm just checking it out. <laughs> when we flip it over, right? So we're gonna do about three minutes. Check it out. Ooh Looking good. Give it a little bit more. What you just do? Nothing. <laughs> I know. I know, but I want to do the same thing. What you just do? You just look at the bottom? <laughs> he checked out the bottom and he tapped the side. <laughs> right? <Ooh> <laughs> oh. You put yeah, I think sometimes Josh's uh, speaker cuts out once in a while, so we're going to see. Oh, yeah, okay, you can see that now. Charleston, you see it? Oh, yeah. I'm looking like money over here. Hold on. Let me, let me get you over here. Okay. okay. Holy crap, do those steaks look huge. Right? So now we got the steak on here, right? Charleston's got it. Charleston's got a smokehouse going on over there. Yeah. Like he's fading in the background. <laughs> if that fire alarm go up, you know why. <laughs> all, all you of our residents, please evacuate the buildings. To Charleston is cooking. Charleston is cooking. <laughs> okay, so we can give, keep giving that a shake, right? Here's what we're going to do, right? We got our, we got our parallax. Right, give it a little one of those. Yep. yep. Throw it in. Throw it in. Mm. Turn it down to just above medium. Just above medium. Turn just the above. Turn the temperature okay. down. Boom. You're gonna move your steak to the top of the pan. Handle towards you. Steak towards the back. I know you don't have any Charleston, but. Rosemary, we're gonna throw that in. Say that again, Josh. Couldn't hear you. It smells good. You want to come over? Oh God damn! Now you're a dick. Man, I don't got no rosemary. <laughs> man, I'm messing with you. Ready? You ready for this? Yeah. This much, but. That's a lot of butter. This is enough butter. Of butter. That's okay. A, that's not a knob of butter. That's two knobs, three knobs of butter. That's a big, big old piece of butter, right? 
You throwing it on top of the steak or on the side? I just put it right on the pan. Right on the side. Oh, my Lord. That's a lot of butter. We want a lot. We don't want it to burn. Okay, I can't even get the paper off the butter right now. <laughs> the, the struggle is real. Is there a certain way you got to take the paper off the butter? Is that enough right there? That's, that's lost. You're good. Hold in. Uh, in the pan. After it's melted, it gets that, gets that nice foaminess to it, right? Like this. Look at that. Remember? Oh, yeah. We got the oh, foam. Yeah. Yep. We got the foam. We use a spoon. We're just going to baste it over top. We're just going to keep basting it. We're going to lift it up. See how I'm lifting yep. it up with it? Gotcha. We're just going to go over the top. <laughs> Come on, Charleston. Oh, I'm okay. Look at the Come on, man. I can't see him. I can only hear him through all that smoke. <laughs> oh, this smoke's up in here. Over the top. Keep going. Over the top. Keep going all over the top, buddy. How you making out, Charleston? It's going. <laughs> it's going. <laughs> it is going over the top. Over the top. Uh, over the top. Uh, consistency. So, consistency. This is, keep it nice and juicy. But who doesn't like butter? Really? Come on. There's no such thing as too much butter. What's the, uh, for those people that are counting calories on this one, what's the calorie intake uh, of this meal, Josh? Um, I think it's zero. I think it's uh, <laughs> calorie-free. Yeah. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. <laughs> okay. So it's been probably, I don't know, a minute or two. We give it one more base. Right? Boom. Turn our stove off. Oh. Okay. Get a nice clean plate. We're gonna take our steak out, being careful, right? We're gonna put it on the plate. We're gonna take all the, whatever you got in there, garlic, right? Put it over the top. He's doing dishes, because he doesn't have any clean dishes <laughs> at his place. <laughs> I know Charleston. <laughs> uh, steak out, uh, oven off. What about all the garlic? Charleston and all that stuff. Did you take all the girl? Yeah, it's on top. That's what he said, right? Spoon it out. Huh. There you go. There you go. Let's get all that stuff out of there. All the all the juices and the flavor and the and the and the, all the all the aromatic. <laughs> it's like I, I'm happy he kept up. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know if his his restriction of how tight his t-shirt was, he'd be able to keep up with us. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that T-shirt supplied by our good friend and sponsor Rob Peterson, Regina Regina's best uh, realtor at Realty One, sponsored by Realty One. There's my hey, a, that says a lot about him. He got Rob, me this tight shirt. Hey Rob, if you want a shirt, I'll also take a child small like Charleston. <laughs> there you go. We got to contact Rob Peterson at 306-533-3131 for your small-sized Realty One hockey t-shirts. <laughs> so okay. then, now that we're here, this is what we got to rock out. Number like another key thing to the meat. Number one thing I can ever tell people is you spend all that time, right? Let that meat rest a minute. 
right? Give it a couple of minutes, right? You want it to, all the juices to come back, go back in the meat. We just cooked it, so it's all like trying to press the, press the juice out. We want it to relax a little bit, pull that all back in, right? It's going to pull some of that butter flavor into it. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be the best steak you've had in a while, Charleston. So how long are, we, are you letting it rest for about two minutes? Yeah, so we're going to let it rest for a couple minutes. Normally, when I cook a steak, I let it rest five to ten minutes, tented with some, uh, some foil, right? If it's a big, thick piece, like, yeah. thick, yeah. and when I cook prime rib out on the, on the barbecue or on the smoker, I'll bring it in, and I'll let it sit for 20, 30 minutes. Holy crap. Really? Well, we need, we need, a, few minutes, we need a few minutes for Charleston to clear out the smoke in his yeah. apartment. Oh, no. We're, we're, we're perfectly fine over here. Secure. <laughs> we're right away like, what are you doing? Man? <laughs> okay, so. We got all that ready to go. We'll let it rest for a couple minutes. Here's what we're going to do. You ready, Charleston? Ready. So we're going to take oh. that steak. Got some nice butter juice to it. Put it on another plate or use the plate you're using right now, Charleston. Not a big deal. I'm right? just I got clean dishes. Don't, don't tell <laughs> He's so full right? of it. I know you just did that before. Five minutes before the show, you were doing right? dishes. You like you did a couple dishes just to make sure. Uh, transfer it to a new plate, just like that. What do I do with all these juices? Can I drink what's, what's left on the last plate? Don't let, don't spill those out, brother. You can put them back on the steak after. Don't worry. Okay, okay. So here, that's what that's what I yeah. So we're gonna take some of this. We're gonna take our chimichurri, right? We got that all ready. Chimichurri right? ready. Okay, so we're gonna take that. We're gonna put it just over the top of your steak. I'll show you. Just a little bit, nothing crazy. Boom. Oh, wow. So we're ready to rock with this. Nope. I don't know if you're prepared for this, Charleston. Look at Oh. <laughs> I think I'm right there with you, though. There we go. Like, I don't look too bad, I don't look too bad. I thought Charleston was going to be on one of those episodes that nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Charleston, not bad. Let's see the taste test now. Let's see how. Uh... Okay, so we got that. Charleston, get your pink salt, right? Pink salt, okay, ready. A little, a little more on more top. Because some of it came off during cooking. Holy crap. My cholesterol count just went up. My blood pressure just went up watching this, too. You're missing out, man. I know. I know. Trust me. All right. Cut into it, man. Let's see what we got. I got he's got. See a, if I got a proper knife around here, a clean one. He's got. Yeah. <laughs> before he gets into it. We cut in with this one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Charleston. Let's see. Look at Josh's. Oh. I got a nice little medium going here, man. Yeah, I got a nice little medium going too. Yeah. All right. What's it taste like? Let's go. Let's do it. Pinkies up, Charleston. What are these, right? It's like we're drinking tea. <laughs> oh, he can't talk right now. Oh. <laughs> he left the big man speechless, Josh. Right? Hey, that's what a fat guy calls a good steak. <laughs> Charleston, he doesn't even say anything. He just goes right back in for more. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh my God. 
You grab that plate, right, with the juice? Yeah, I, I saved it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And dump it over top. You don't get rid of that. That's the juice. That's awesome. Man, I don't know. You might have to give me a moment. I got to finish this up. <laughs> so how about this, Josh? Now we Charleston won't be able to talk for the next five minutes, so I just got to be able to talk to you. One thing we're thinking about, our friends over at the uh, Cathedral Social Hall, Matt Dean, Mike Tater, all those boys over there, they're always supporting lots of great causes all over Regina here and Saskatoon, both locations. We're thinking maybe we should do a cook-off between you and Charleston. Get it, go over to the Cathedral Social Hall, see if they can let you use a kitchen. So, yeah. And see what well, he, well, he just showed me he did with that steak like that. I don't know. I might not stand a chance. <laughs> I'll, I'll even, you know what, I'm down as long as I can wear a shirt that's the same size as Charleston's, right? I might bring one of my, one of my three-year-old son's T-shirts to wear, right? <laughs> We're going to get on that. A couple push-ups before I get in there, right? So I'll look all good, too. Right. Hey, get them going. Get you got you got you got to do push-ups before you jump on the show. What you think I did? You thought I just jumped on here without doing yeah. a set of about twenty? Right, you got the, you got those last. You were doing a couple. You got in there. <laughs> Chair dips. <laughs> we gotta figure out. We gotta figure out what we can do. Maybe to get over to the cathedral, go uh, see what we. We always love to be able to support a charity. Team up with one of the Charleston's charities. Maybe get some of your crowd out there to be able to do a little bit of a cook-off or something together where we can get everybody out for a night on the town and have a few, uh, few drinks and socialize. Yeah, man, I'd be down for sure. You know, they can, uh, somebody can be in charge of the old mystery box, right? We can get a little, little mystery box challenge. I'm we can gonna- do it. We can do it. <laughs> hey, I, I've been, I've been in a lot of cooking competitions and I think I'm undefeated. Hey, well, <laughs> not anymore. Hey, when you only cook against, against your, your mom, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See? When you only cook against Mac Henry, we know who's gonna win. That's right. for sure. So, but hey, I don't, I don't know. You, I'm 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 tuned into this steak right now. I'm sitting there looking at it like, oh, <laughs> holy! <laughs> hey, well, two steaks, right? That's why I was having two steaks for something. I see why. Oh, I had three. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, let, we'll let you guys go. We'll finish off the show with uh, a few things. One, Josh. Tell us anything you want to promote. I know we were talking about earlier on about how you were talking about um, they can go onto a website and book you to come to their house and you bring everything. How can we find out more info about uh, possibly cooking with Josh? Yeah, so I, I got a couple things. You know, you could definitely hit up uh, Facebook or Instagram, Bearded Prairie Chef. Um, you know, you see this beautiful mug while you uh, click on the page, right? Um, either on Facebook or Instagram. It'll give you a, a little link that you can contact me on or you can email me at beardedprairiechef uh, at gmail.com. I'll send you some menus, some pricing, some infos. It's a great time, right? What's the best thing about having people over? You get some beer, some good food. Worst part, cleaning up after. I take care of that. Boom, smoke bomb. It's like I wasn't even in your house, man. you like, what you mean? See you later. Uh, you're going to be full. Like I said, all the meals that I cook, it's one of those things where if you go home hungry at the end or I leave and you're still hungry, uh, you didn't eat enough because there's a lot of food that's going to be there. There'll be leftovers, I promise you. And uh, it's going to be one of those good meals where, um, you know, it's not going to be a, a fa- super fancy, like a thumb cut piece of steak with one block broccoli floret and a little bit of sauce, right? It's going to be a plate. You're going to be full. You might have to wear your stretchy pants. You might have to wear an actual large shirt, Charleston. Um, <laughs> 
and the next one you go to, they better make sure that I am there. <laughs> and it better have it better have be better be some burnt ribs there, them burnt tips. I don't know what you did to them, <laughs> but it tasted something sweet. I I feel like it was uh, apricots, baby. Apricots. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll show you some things, man. Mm, I gotta do some more experimenting in the kitchen. Well, right? You know, bearded chef, you know, on Instagram or, or Facebook, whatever. You can see what kind of food I'm cooking. Uh, if you want to chat it up, I know we're, we're booking pretty far ahead already uh, into the dinners. But, hey, let me know, and we can definitely figure something out. Well, Josh, we really appreciate uh, you coming on the show. It's, uh, it's always good to catch up with, uh, with you. I haven't seen you in a while, so it's always good to be able to, to catch up and take the time to be able to chat with you. All the best to your family. One of the things uh, and your business and everything you're doing, I'm sure you and I and, and Charleston are going to get together soon and have many uh, drinks. Uh, one of the things we close off on, I'll let Charleston close off, is it a few words about uh, our show, Better With Age. Oh, man. <clears throat> If this is the be- this, this steak right here. This is the Better with Age webcast. Thank you for thank you. Shout out to all the all the fans and the followers that that do follow us, all the subscribers and everybody. But the reason why we call this show Better with Age is because there's many things that get better with age, not just steaks like this steak right here. So I don't even know how how many years this thing been aged, but it don't even matter after what we just did to it. This is amazing. Well, you got wine, you got whiskey, you got leather, you got cheese, that blue cheese that you that you dread right now. That's all types of things that get better with age. But the one thing that we cherish in on this on this show that gets better with age is friendships. And you are the best friend to have. And I can call you my best friend. Every time I see you, I'm gonna say, please, can you cook for me? Can we do what you did to me earlier? Can you make a mistake again? <laughs> So if you catch, if you see a black guy come running up on you from behind chasing you, it's me. And I'm going to say, hey, friend. <laughs> so thanks for coming on the show, man. We appreciate you. It was fun. Thanks for showing me how to cook a perfect medium steak with a, I hate that word, chimichurri, chimichurri, the chimichurri sauce. I'm pretty much going to save this for tomorrow and make the same steak all over again and pour this over the top. So thank you. I appreciate that. All right, Josh, all the best to you. Thanks, and we'll be in touch. No problem. Thanks, fellas. Thank you.